Hey, Peter. Last time on Dock of Shame. Which is the Halo thing. Yeah. I know a lot I know a lot of Halo fans out there are hurting right now, but just know that Halo has showed up somewhere. And that is in a that 2007 a cartoon. Uh, and the food is garbage. Yeah, that... that banana peel did look pretty good, though. Well, come on, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's just my hat. I, I thought I thought it looked cool, and I accidentally glued it to my head. Welcome, campers, to the Doc of Shame podcast. My name is Matt, and joined with me, as always, are... Uh, my name is Chris, but first... <laughs> did, did did Chris go silent, or did he say something? Because it is just silent. <laughs> I, I, I just went silent. You go. <laughs> <laughs> my fucking god. I've never in my life had more fucking anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> I've turned the mind games on you guys, though. <laughs> my name is my name is Matt Walsh. Oh! Oh, my neck! Oh! Ooh! Oh! Just kidding. That was a potato chip. You've been fooled. <laughs> what? Ripping food with force Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Gabe, and I'm like, my patience is running so very thin because of Matt Walsh <laughs> and Matt and, and Go Cubs, whatever you want to be freaking called. I mean, you can call me Matt. Matt that's and Matt. The Matt's are we, in cahoots. We, we have been over this. This podcast is confusing because two of the hosts are named Matt, and another host <laughs> is named Chris, which is also the host of the fictional show that we're talking about. <laughs> Gabe, you're. I'm so glad that your name is Gabe. <laughs> <laughs> no one else has it. <laughs> no one else has it. There's no contestant named Gabe. <laughs> just you. You. You stand is there? out. In one of the later versions. I maybe. I don't think so. I don't think so. I'm maybe ridiculous, but. <laughs> special. Anyways, uh, today we are talking about the final episode before the merge. Yay! We Yay! made it. We made it halfway halfway point of the show right here. I am ready to merge, father. Oh. <laughs> no, don't say it like that. No. <laughs> I okay, I am ready to merge, daddy. No. That's not no. the game I was objecting to, but it's fine. That's like a that's like that improv game where you just like say where that there's someone to say say it again, but like rephrase it. It's like from like who's yeah. lesson anyway. <laughs> Today's episode that we will be talking about is called Extreme Torture. And you know it's extreme because it's spelled with an X at the beginning of the word. I thought it was extreme. Like they were gonna, they were gonna, I, I don't know what I'm going. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't this. know where you're going with <laughs> that. Sounds either. like a total drama rama title. <laughs> yeah, like uh, uh, ex- extreme, extreme is it, it's just... that chicken comes back. Um, actually, <laughs> no, actually, I okay. I'm sorry, we're gonna break order here a little. I was looking for episodes, and there is an episode, season two, called "An Egg Extremely Bad Idea." Ah, uh, boom! Gabe was okay. on something. So there you go. G- yeah, Gabe. I don't Gabe know what is, it, I don't know what I'm on. It's just powers. a bad. It's just bad. Yeah, All right, that's that's your title. that's your foreshadowing. That is now our total drama rama for the end of this episode. All right, there you go. Okay, I'm sorry for so spoiling I'm it. glad that <laughs> so I'm glad that this um this episode preview exists and that we watched that we did these two the last episode and this episode in the same recording session because it answers some questions that we've had. So Chris absolutely knows that Harold. Got into the ballot box, switched the votes, Courtney is now gone. He knows that, and he's okay with it. But, at the same time, he goes to Harold, He's he's he, he mentions that Harold did this to get back at his bully. And Chris is just like, just let bullies be bullies. Just let them, let them do their thing. And it's, I can't 
I can't put into words how I feel about this. It's just <laughs> odd. It is a weird, like well, that's a weird pre, thing to say. Like let boys be boys. Thing. Yeah, let's yeah. let's let's inflict trauma on on kids and let's, let it be. Let's let, it just let happen. the. Let's let these caricatures just be the caricatures and I don't think, question I, it. What did he he compared it to himself? I think. I don't I, remember completely though. He Can, he compared it to some other things. It was like let birds fly or some shit well, like that. I forget like, what exactly. Birds are gonna fly. Bullies are gonna bully. Yeah, that was basically it. Yeah, Something yeah. Like that. And yeah. you know, if we know anything about Chris McLean, he has the greatest moral compass that we've seen ever in a cartoon character. Compass. <laughs> I was about um, to say that too. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Was that, is it the way I pronounced it? Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was compass. It's it, accents. Everything. Yep. Mor- moral compass. Moral campus. <laughs> campus. Uh, they they also he also mentions before that that Lashana won her stripes in the challenge. It she didn't though. It was Gwen who won it. Yeah, like that. Like Lashana <laughs> wasn't even really in this episode. In the last episode. No. <laughs> Quick <laughs> pop quiz. We literally just recorded the last episode. In what part of the boot camp challenge did Lashana get eliminated in? Ooh. She did. Because I don't probably, remember. <laughs> probably the obstacle course. They Probably. just didn't show any eliminations, like, at all. Yeah. Unless she, was she on the tree? I don't no, think so. I don't no. Think so. No. I, I think, I think that whole, I, I stand by my comments from last episode that I thought that challenge was a mess. <laughs> In a lot of ways. <laughs> so, so, Chris being like, Lashana really earned her stripes, I was like, ah, a Lashana episode, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we get a 3D shot once more of the of the of the camp, another Ooh. one of these, and this one looked very barren and weirdly arranged, like no arranged it, differently than how it usually they is. They just want to flaunt their budget. So. I think they it just want to flaunt their budget. It looked exactly <laughs> the same as the other 3D shots. It's yeah, so bizarre. I, I, did, I was so I was so curious when and if they were going to bring it back. And the, uh, this is the third time we've seen them use a 3D shot in the series, and it's the second episode that they've used one, and this is the only 3D shot they use in this episode. Yeah, I, yes. I, I think it was. I think it's like the same establishment shot. I don't really. I didn't really think much uh, of it. Like I didn't think it was bad. I just thought like, oh, okay, they're establishing the scene. Like it's at it's at Camp Wanakwa. It'd be weird if they just if they establish a seed and it's like fucking Manhattan or something. Like it's just they, right. they just cut to a whole new world. Chris McLean yeah. takes Manhattan. <laughs> That's the spinoff. I don't know if anybody anyone necessarily wants, but it's what we're gonna get. It's what we need. It's what oh, we need. I also wanted to point out something too. That like Chris like during the recap, I think right before the the theme song is just like chill. Like he goes from standing on the deck to just chilling in a lounge chair on the deck, which we have not seen before. Yes, <laughs> we get some establishing shots of like the island like starting to wake up. There's a bear who we see uh, multiple times throughout this episode who's like sneaking into the marshmallows. Um. Uh. Owen is snoozing with candy wrappers, like, chalking on his face and, like, he's doing the, the snoring thing, the blowing the wrappers in the air, coming back down. Duncan's listening to headphones, all stuff like that. Um, what, and then that, Chris that comes was, like, in very, the like, I, At first I was like, oh my god, how can you sleep like that? But then I realized I make my room, like, a wind tunnel when I sleep, so I was like, you know what, I get it. True. I understand. Yeah. Harold's <laughs> sucking his thumb. Yeah. Harold's <laughs> sucking his thumb. Uh, Chris comes down in an airplane, which wakes everyone up. He's in that Star Wars uniform again. Uh, almost, like, runs into everyone, and then makes the comment, I can't wait to get my pilot's license. So, Chris, in this scene, this is a, some view, some, uh, uh, observant viewers might notice that this outfit that Chris is wearing is a reference to a small indie movie called Star Wars. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, Um, he's, he's, he's dressed as Luke, like, flying the, um... Flying whatever fucking the, I don't X wing. It's the X wing. It's the X wing. I was about to call it a Tie Fighter, and then I didn't want to get it wrong. That no, that's the Darth Vader <laughs> one. That's the that's I the know. one that that's that's, that's the, the one that goes. Ugh. Have you ever played Lego <laughs> yeah. Star Wars? I have, and it's good. <laughs> and I had and I had one game that had the original trilogy on it, and I had another game 
that had the, the prequel trilogy on it, and they were both for the Xbox, and then they released the game that had all six episodes of LEGO Star Wars on it, when there was really no difference between it, and my mom would not buy it for me, because I already had the other two trilogies, but... <laughs> and I pretty much already had the game, but on two different games, and I just wanted it as one. <laughs> wow, that took a dark, like a very dark turn. Chris decides to introduce the challenge as the Extreme Sports Challenge, which is made up of three parts. So, oh, okay, you can finish what you were going to say. <laughs> oh, just Gwen, Gwen mentions that it's too early for this, which I think he he wakes them up like that all the time. Um, I, I don't know about you guys, but I felt like when I heard this initially, I was just like, hasn't this been like three challenges already? <laughs> Like some sort of variation of this already in terms of like it, doing something extreme. The the trust exercises were a little bit like this. Yeah, yeah. They, this they, kind of same formula. Very. They re, just rebranding it as like, oh no, this is this is not the trust yeah. exercise. This is an extreme challenge. Right. Um. <laughs> it, it was. It was. A, it's not a bad challenge. It just. I thought it was funny. No, they're it, different enough. But we have <laughs> we have done this like formula before. Yeah. So, uh, the first challenge we get introduced to is the extreme sofa bed skydiving, which is just skydiving, but they have to land on a, a sofa bed, the bed you pull out of a sofa. Chef demonstrates from, like, a height of, like, eight feet and gets fucking crushed in the sofa. Love it. <laughs> which, which is, like, so, we were talking about Star Wars, there's a, there's a theory with Star Wars Episode Seven that, um... Like, all throughout, they, they talk about how... Uh, and if you haven't seen this by now, I'm going to spoil something. It's fine. Um, <laughs> um, the, the Han Solo talks all throughout about how Chewie's blaster is amazing. How it, how it like, kills everything, like, on site. Um, and 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 is is so fucking effective. And then later on, when, uh, when Kylo Ren kills Han Solo, Chewbacca fires at Kylo Ren. And Kylo Ren is able to, like, like um, uh, get hit... And has the uh, has the 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 willpower to um, to like stave it off, mm-hmm. despite it them talking about how how powerful it was throughout throughout all of this. Uh, Chef is the laser, and the sofa bed is Kylo Ren. We have seen Chef do like extreme physical things and be like this super tough guy, and he is just mangled by this bed. <laughs> 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 I, I, I <laughs> that was a very specific like reference, but I'm okay with it. That's <laughs> no, fine. I they, all everything Star Wars goes over my head, so I can't really confirm or deny if it's good or not. It's like one I of can those, direct uh, you to the good Star Wars shit. It's like one of those like walls of text memes where it's like shirtless Kylo Ren in the background. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's Chef in like his like <laughs> his like chef. bathing suit. Like, like the little rubber, like, tube around his waist. Floaty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the, Chris gives out the parachutes. Moths have eaten the parachutes. Uh, and we learn that Trent and DJ are going to be the two skydiving here. Uh, of yeah. course. The scaredy cat and the injury prone. Uh, yep. Nothing happens. Uh, the n- next challenge we get introduced to is the extreme rodeo moose riding. Which is exactly what it sounds like. They have to ride a moose for as long as possible. It says eight seconds, but it's basically like whoever lasts the longest. Uh, and Lashana and Jeff get to do it this time. I wrote down in my notes, um, moose are fucking scary. Um, it's actually I, moose. Moose are terrifying. It's not. The keys? <laughs> <laughs> it's me. No, no, no. It's, it's like a cactus. It's mice. Moosen. Moosen. There's a flock of them in the woodson. <laughs> I um the fl- a flock of moose that's just flying. Um I um I through this point I was like, man, I have no memory of this challenge until the third challenge. The third challenge, which is extreme sea dew water skiing, which sea dew I looked up, it's a type of jet ski. Yeah, you I guess I missed that. I was looking through the notes and it and like I saw a little bit farther down in all caps, once we get there, extreme sea do water skiing, and I was like, the, "What the fuck is a sea do?" I was thinking the same thing. I had to rewind and put on subtitles to figure out what he was saying. It, it, like, what, what, what is sea do though? Is it just mud? It's a it, jet ski. It, it's a jet ski. Oh, it's just a jet. Okay, 
Okay. Yeah. I, I guess that's what they call it in, in the north. I guess, yeah. Or it's just the um, for it. Right. Uh, so Chet, it might be a specific brand too. I don't know. Yes, yeah. uh, but Chef is a demonstrates Canadian brand of personal go. watercraft. There you go. Chef demonstrates, uh, goes off of a rock again and runs into a tree. So Chef is getting the the butt of the joke this time, after being the after being the like the one hosting the challenge last week. Love it. Yeah, fall from grace. Uh, yeah, uh, we we learn here that Harold and Lindsay are the ones who are going to ski. The winners also get to shower, Wait. which is so a very fun fact. But they have showers. What? They have showers. They okay, really nice showers. Yeah, okay. like yeah, pre- <laughs> premium like fucking uh, spa showers. Yeah, like not just like water and soap. Questionable water supply. Versus yes. really nice, clean water. Really fucking pristine shit. Yeah, with filters. Um, uh, the bat- the gophers are talking about a little bit. Owen starts choking on a marshmallow. Heather runs away. Harold <laughs> hits the marshmallow. Harold hits the marshmallow out of Owen, and it hits Heather. Knocks her down. A very satisfying moment, but I also found it very interesting how Heather had the intuition to run. Yes. <laughs> Before, because she knew that the marshmallow was coming projectile and was going to come right to her, and boy, was she Exactly. Late. So we get into the mess hall. Owen has eaten all of the food, including uh, a plate that has a, uh, uh, a letter on it. Um, and uh, Gwen and Bridget notice it, and Gwen and Bridget don't uh, compete in the challenge this episode. So this is what they're doing. They... Uh, they see the uh, the love letter, and they they're like, "Oh, it, it must be, it must be for you." Like like Jeff is such a nice guy, or like Trent is such a nice guy. And then they're talking, and then uh, uh, Gwen mentions that she doesn't think that Jeff could pronounce haiku. And then they argue, and now they want it to be for themselves. So their plot this episode is they want to prove that their that their guy is the one who wrote this love letter, and it's for them. Have these two ever interacted? Yeah, like, I felt like this entire sequence was very strange. (laughs) Like, it was just very, it's a very weird, I get it, I understand why, and I understand the, 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 like, progression of it, but the whole thing felt very strange. I mean, (laughs) mean, like, they've they've never actually had any bad blood against each other, right? No, no, no. Based off of the conversation, it was they were friends, and then they turned enemies real fucking quick. I... I assume they've talked to each other before. It's it's just that like they're they're on different teams, so that we don't see them interacting right, right. much at all. Yeah. Um. As the uh, they're getting ready for the first challenge, which is the extreme sofa bed skydiving. I'm gonna say extreme like that the entire podcast, just so you know. Um, That's fine. <laughs> I I'm used to it. <laughs> Heather's drawn a chalk outline on the ground because she wants to intimidate Trent because they're on the same team, I guess. Or she just is, this is just the one dig they get. Because Heather hasn't done anything mean in a while, so she has to <laughs> get that in. Um, Gwen tries to, like, nudge Trent to see if, like, he's in haikus and it fails spectacularly. She was, like, she was really on the nose about it. Yeah, um, like, I forget what the what? line was, but it was, it was like along the lines of, uh, "Yeah, it's a way of expressing, uh, like, expressing love, like a haiku." And people were and, like, everyone just stared at her, just like, "Yeah, yeah, okay." <laughs> Wait, hold on. Um, I don't know where this is. Um, because I'm just looking through my notes. Um, oh, oh, hold on. Uh, this is uh, this is bef- sorry. This is before they jump out of the plane. Never mind. Yeah, they're not there yet. Sorry, so they... I just wrote down a very vague note, and I could not read it <laughs> okay. and understand. Fair enough. They're, uh, they get up on the plane, Jeff and DJ, or, or DJ and Trent do, and Chris is like, hey, I'm going to have need you guys to sign these forms real quick. And they were like, but we already signed waivers like at the start of the show. It's like, no, these are organ donation forms. There is a cannibal challenge that I want to pitch to the producers, and this would save money on organs. Like the f- yeah, I, I just wrote, yeah I wrote down that. cannibal challenge and I couldn't remember where, where the fuck <laughs> that was. I missed that completely. I don't know. I guess oh I, I took it out. 
My God, this. Chris, how do you miss something that big? I don't know. I, I think <laughs> there's a lot of point noise going on. You know, there's a, there was a lot. This, this episode just had a lot. I think I was probably writing down notes still about the Gwen and Bridget thing. Um, <laughs> I I guess my God, though, wow, that's yeah. That you know, this is when the show gets really. I mean, it's already kind of dark, but it gets that's like where it got really I, dark. I love I love this shit. <laughs> yeah, well, that's gonna it. provoke a lot of angry emails. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> Alright, uh, they notice that they can't see the drop zone, uh, uh, DJ and Trent can't. We cut to the gophers, and, uh, the gophers are having trouble pushing the, the couch. And I wonder why that is. Oh, Owen is napping on it, and they can't move him. Haha, <laughs> funny so he- fat man. So Heather just decides to paint an X on his butt. This pisses me off. This whole sequence <laughs> just pisses me off. Like, what? Owen, fuck off, Owen. Like, like, he's, he's, he, they're just like, yeah, let, let's, how do we hinder the situation? Okay, let's just insert Owen into this and make exactly. his character even worse. Yeah. It is, no, it's funny. He's funny, it's big funny. fat man. It's yeah. funny because he's fat. Yep. Uh, DJ. Fuck off, DJ, <laughs> fuck DJ, off TDI. DJ, in trying to uh, encourage Trent, pats him on the back. And he's like, I'm sure he'll hit the, hit the mattress. But as a result, Trent is plummeting towards the earth. Um, so, like, you know how sand acts? <laughs> I yeah. know exactly where you're going with this. So you know how sand, like, if you, like, take a scoop of sand out, it, like, it, like, you know, like, fills in where mm-hmm. you took the scoop out? Mm-hmm. Trent hits the ground with so much force that he indents the sand. <laughs> The sand that is basically a liquid. I th- I think I think I get my favorite line of the episode here. Uh, where where Gwen with a voice crack is just Trent. <laughs> <laughs> there's 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 one later that that Gwen Gwen has that that I that I fucking love. Um. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll we'll get to that. Um. DJ also screws up jumping out. Uh, because he is, uh, he, 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 he pulls the wrong, the wrong cords for his, for his parachute and is freaking out. Ends up being okay. Ends up getting the parachute out, but freaking out in the air. Um, I, one thing. Yes. Why the fuck did Trent not even attempt to pull out the parachute? That's a good question. (laughs) That is a great question. That's a question I thought about. I think, I think. Caught off guard from being pushed, maybe. I think that Trent. Is beginning to like the pain. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! I had I had like like a fifty percent feeling in my gut that that's where you were going with that. <laughs> what was that, the other fifty percent? No, I don't. I don't mean it in like a kinky way. I just mean that he's just accepting <laughs> it at this point. Like he's yeah. just like, yeah, whatever. This is just my shtick. This is what. This is my only role on the show at this point, outside of being like Gwen's side Gwen's side boy. You know? Yeah. Um. Bridget is or Bridget is trying to talk to Jeff about uh, this haiku thing, and she's like, "What's a uh, what's something romantic?" And Jeff's like, "Writing someone's name in the snow with your pee." <laughs> and then he's like, "I've got a tattoo on my butt. You want to see?" Isn't he like sixteen? Well, because she's like, it's more like the written yeah. word. It's more like rumor. Oh, you mean like the tattoo I have on my butt? How does he have a tattoo at sixteen? Yeah. You can a you can get it with parent permission. B it may be different in Canada. Man, you you have this knowledge. Oh, I I, I was gonna say like I was like, man, you ha- you know Canadian tattoo laws. <laughs> you have no, a lot of time on like, your hands. U U S. I'm pretty sure you can get it if you have parent permission and you're not 18. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and it's also Canada, so it may be different. I see. Okay. Yeah. Hi. I'd see. like to get my give my five year old a tattoo. <laughs> yeah. Just the, the skull, please. I want a big old smiley face. Thanks. There was a did it, did any of you ever re- read the 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 Wayside School books? I have. Yeah. Oh my god! I remember. There yeah, was, one kid got a tattoo, and he was talking to like the, the one, whole class about what to get. Yeah, and it was a fucking potato. Yeah, that's what he got. <laughs> on great. his foot. I don't know. Those books were weird. There was a, the, I know. The I, I, longest, I that was one of my favorite chapters. I'm the sorry. longest running gag in the in the the book was um well f- f- first the school is stupid because it. The, they're like, oh, the, 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 the contractors messed up because they were like, oh, it's supposed to be, uh, thirty classrooms, 
on one floor, but then it was like, oh, it's one floor on the 30, cl- uh, w- 30 floors with one classroom on each floor. And then the principal, um, uh, like, his big deal was like, okay, we got to prevent people from running in the stairs. So everyone walk on the right as you go up and walk on the left as you go down. Okay, like, okay, about those books, one of them scarred me as a child. <laughs> Which one? It was the one with the with the dead rat in, like, the trench coat. I don't remember that one. It's like... Was that something on, like, the 13th floor? I, I, I have no idea. Like, it's been a long time since I've read it. But, like, it was this chapter of a really smelly thing inside a trench coat inside the classroom. And they had to pull several, upon, like, like tens of layers of clothes off of it. And then it ends up being a dead rat in disguise. And they just throw it out the window. Oh, I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, those books... I'm sorry. Those were books were great. And even the cartoon series was great. I, I enjoyed um, the cartoon as well. Uh, and and I th- and if not even I already loved it, but I think the thing that really put me over the top with the books is there were not one, not two, but three characters named Matt that always had to deal with like being confused for one another, and I, I really fucking felt with that. I don't remember that, and that makes me upset because I would have related so goddamn hard. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, there were three characters named Matt, but there was also like other <laughs> wacky stuff. Like there was the one kid who like walked on his hands and was always upside down. Um, there was there the was one the kid, one... There, I, th- I think the one that always stuck with me was there was the one chapter where there was the kid who was very bad at math, and the teacher kept him, like, inside to, um, talk about, like, you know, how, how, like, he was counting, so she'd hold up, I don't know, like, four fingers, and he'd be like, one, five, seven, four, and it, it was, like, he'd always I get the number that. right, but he'd always count wrong. <laughs> it was so stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so DJ DJ's parachute works. Going back to the show. <laughs> yeah. Okay, DJ's sorry. parachute works. He lands on the sofa bed, totally fine. And then the bed retracts, and he gets pulled pulled up into it, I, and I, the basses kind of whistle and walk away. I just I kind of love the the it initially cut away with him pulling out both things, and it does not pop out. And, uh, and we th- th- just think that this is that's going to be the issue with him, and then the issue is not with. The parachute, because then it eventually comes. It comes out in the what's it cuts back, but it's the it's the couch that's the problem. I yeah. just, I like how they 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 presented one issue, but then it was an entirely different one that was the issue that ended up screwing over DJ's body. Yep, um, we get Trent uh, in his second full body cast of the show's run. Um, his second full body cast, um, and. They're 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 talking and and Gwen goes up to him and he and she, she he's like she's like do you have do you have anything else you want to say before they take you to get reboned? <laughs> <laughs> and that is my favorite fucking line of this episode. Trent gets reboned every episode I, I, by the fucking. I, it's writers. like, um, I I just picture that this that this show if anything they do to these characters. Is either they fully recover, which is basically what happens every time, but before yeah. they do, every bone in their body shatters like, like and just like rips apart <laughs> like fucking paper. It's amazing. Yeah, it's and damn. Cody, Cody wanted to brag about being a quick healer. Look at Trent. Hell yeah, yeah. Trent, 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 Trent. <laughs> yeah. He oh he has to heal in time for him to get in the, in the next accident. <laughs> oh, if that ain't a metaphor for something. <laughs> oh, it's I can think of plenty. <laughs> Gwen and Bridger are still at each other. Um, we get to cut to the next challenge, the extreme moose rodeo. Uh, and Jeff was like, "Oh yeah, I was going to show you the tattoo." So he pulls his pants down while he's on the moose, and is riding the moose without pants. What's so uncomfortable is he's just like standing straight up, kind of <laughs> on the moose. Yeah, and he's just on modeled standing on the moose. Yeah. yeah, and he just he just um uh he he lands in the in the dirty socks that were there that the moose was supposed to buck them into, and he comes up and he's got a sock in his mouth and it's really gross and he smells bad, um. But Chris decides to do another slow motion thing. Not because of the the cool action or anything, but because he he's talking about how bad his hair and makeup looks, in this I... particular shot. I, I wrote Chris pauses and Cusco's. <laughs> <laughs> it totally does. Uh, it, it, and we just see we just see Jeff 
half naked, basically, be flying across the screen. Uh, yeah. it, it it was it was it's definitely a highlight of the show to me because <laughs> I think it just it it shows it, it definitely it's a great highlight for Chris as a character. Um, in terms of Love how conce- awareness, yeah, how conceited he is. Um, but also I I, I but you also he I I do think though. That it's a you could say it's both, but I there's a part of me that feels like he didn't care about his hair or makeup. He just wanted to show the seat again. <laughs> I I don't know. I, it could be. I think it, it definitely could be both. Though. Yeah. Right. Uh, Lashana reads next. Uh, she mentions like making moose burgers or something. Uh, the moose gets fucking furious. Yeah, it's it's he, he she she's trying to talk shit and and yep. he doesn't want any of it. Yep. Um, but she hands on and she hands on throughout a, a lot of this. Uh, the girls, uh, g- girls being Gwen and Bridget, can uh, start arguing again, and then they realize that probably neither one of them wrote this note. And they, like, um, hug and forgive each other real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Lashana's in the back. Uh, she tramples the bear's marshmallows, and the bear looks really sad. But what is interesting to note here is that it's, it's, it's Lashana going in the background of the scene and they're like well i wonder who this note was written for hmm foreshadowing um yeah i i th- this is i think this is where like i i felt like man they they had like this whole s- sequence of like gwen and and bridget trying to to figure out if their guys were the ones that wrote this haiku i i thought <laughs> it just, I I felt like the it would have been f- more fun to have it been that they were both trying to investigate like the other guys the entire time because they kind of, they kind of focused on they focused on Owen and uh, DJ later which we'll get to in a second, uh, but I I don't know I felt like it would have been it, it felt like just very weird for them to be have like an all out war and then forgive each other in like within like five or ten minutes of the episode and then like the, now yeah. now they go now they're in the mission of okay let's just let's talk to guys like i think i don't know did the was the anger necessary i guess in the in the storyline i did i i that's i guess where i felt weird about it personally yeah that's personally right. i think it was like a bit of foreshadowing to the next episode i oh so okay you you know you 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 what you watched that episode i have not i i so i i you could you could absolutely be right um I uh, but yeah, maybe maybe that's maybe that's what we're waiting for. It has been a while since I've seen that episode, so uh, yeah, like, I have to I have to, I, I have to refresh myself. Like that concept is a central theme of the next episode, so like it's just something okay. to keep in mind. Cool. All right, so then maybe it cool. maybe it'll then make a lot more sense to me. In the moment, I was just kind of like that's it's a little like I, like drama for the sake of drama, right? Mm-hmm. So we get. We we get a couple of weird cuts. There's a cut to the the challenge itself now in this in this mud pit with a bunch of flags everywhere. Um, we learn that Duncan will be driving for the bass, driving Lindsay around trying to trip her up so that she doesn't grab any flags, and Heather will be driving Harold around trying to trip trip him up. Um, they're they're trying to. Uh, then it's a cut back again to Gwen and Bridget trying to figure out who did the who 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 wrote the letter, um, and they were like, okay, so it's not it's not. Trent or Jeff. Duncan had a thing for Courtney, so it's not him. Um, and then, so that leaves leaves DJ, Owen, and Harold. And then Harold opens the bathroom after his con- confessional, and he's like, ladies. And then trips over himself. Oh my god, that, that was so fucking funny. Yeah. I actually, like, audibly <laughs> laughed. Because he, because uh, Harold's in the bathroom, and he's like, this is my moment. This is where I prove that I'm not, like, a loser. Goodbye, wedgies, wet willies. Like, winning is just, like, inevitable. Um, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. And and he's just, like, going on about that. And he, like, puts on these, like, sunglasses, too, to, like, add to it. And they're like, okay, well, let's go through the candidates. Duncan Harold, DJ Owen. Duncan was crushing on Courtney, so he's out. And then Harold, and then Harold, with the sunglasses on, pants still down in his underwear, goes... <laughs> Ladies, and then steps, and then eats <laughs> shit. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't fully get that scene. The thing is, his voice is significantly deeper when, when he says "ladies." ladies. Oh my god, it's, it is incredible. <laughs> I don't think there's anything funnier than the un the 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 ladies thing used, like ironically or or as a joke in Harold's case. Uh huh. 
I yeah. There's there's something. It's very it's very very ridiculous. Like if you if you say that, and something ridiculous happens to you, I will most likely laugh at you. Yes. <laughs> like yeah, like it's just a basis. We're back to the challenge. Chris mentions here's the road rules. There are no rules. Bridget tries asking DJ about it, and and he's like, ask any innocuous questions lately. Yeah, no, totally. I actually I actually wrote it down. Yeah, he was like asking any arbitrary left field questions lately. Yeah, that that had me that had me dead too. Yeah, that was <laughs> great. I, I that was, it was a wonderful moment. DJ's awesome. Uh, for the second, so uh, first off, Heather is uh, driving around Harold on this, and Harold gets another mouthful of mud for the second episode in the row. Uh, but he's still able to get the flags and does really well while grabbing them. Um, it gets to the point where he gets five flags, which is probably the most. Um, I think the most. Yeah. Um, and Heather's freaking out, and Chris points out, after saying that there are no rules, but then says a rule, Heather has to cross the finish line. Um, in this, so she decides that she's going to try to cut Harold loose from the uh from her jet ski. Mm-hmm. Uh and then <sighs> the fucking sigh. The fucking this, sigh. A tree this decided to get really horny. Scene is the most probably infamous maybe in the entire show. Yep. Because it's when a tree branch takes off Heather's top and we see her her censored bare chest. And I will leave it at that. We we don't have to go into deeper into that, um, yeah. Now I I, Her- I I can't really say much about it. Yep. Um, Harold is distracted by it. Surprise! Slams into a rock, and then so. This is when Heather also like hits a rock. She she like flies through the air, lands on the bear who's upset about the marshmallows, which is like haha funny, and then Harold's like booyah. Um, in the uh, while on the rock. Heather doesn't... They do not physically show Heather crossing the finish line. Yes. After saying that you have to do this, they do not sh- physically show Heather crossing the finish line. Mm-hmm. So just just putting that out there for something later. Um, and, 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 and that's when Chris says, it's a total wipeout for the bass. What about the gophers? What about Heather? Heather didn't do shit. And the thing is, at this point, it's a mystery to everyone what happened to Harold. Why Harold messed up. No one else saw that? Yeah, like, that's no one, so bizarre. No, in this moment, in the fiction of the show, at this moment, no one except Pro- Harold and, I guess, the cameras saw that. Which, which like, in, in any other reality show... I, I understand it's a cartoon. But, yeah. uh, like, in any other <laughs> reality show, like, you would... You're like, okay, let's roll back the tape, and they would see what happens. And like, right. I like, I don't know. But it felt very. It was a very strange transition moment. I did. Uh, I, regardless of our thoughts on what happened here, uh, I I really miss the fact that Harold didn't say uh, when he was uh, tr- in tr- in a trance uh, against the rocks, boobies, <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was very funny. At the time, it, it, it's. It's weird though because like he doesn't say it here. He doesn't say it and here. He doesn't He doesn't say He it doesn't here. say he doesn't say it here um in in in, in the, the in the censored version. In the censored version, right. It's, it happens but, in the in but the he, actual version. But they still say the word later. Yes. So I don't understand why this one in particular was censored. Yeah, I don't like, understand. I, I thought that was funny. I get it. Yeah. It, the, the, this is this is the uh, other than other than maybe the next episode. This is the weirdest censorship. Mm-hmm. Um in the in the show right um we get uh, a quick scene of gwen trying to figure out owen uh she's like is there anyone you'd want to shower for and then owen's like why would i need to shower and then burps into her face <laughs> cool haha <laughs> uh, big fat big big stinky big stinky Uh-oh. fat joke yay Uh-oh. Wee. <laughs> uh-oh uh-oh gwen uh fat people uh, are gross or... Uh, <laughs> Duncan is now on. I was trying to find the right name. Duncan was um, is now uh, see doing Lindsay around. I hate how that word. <laughs> uh, and Lindsay is is 
despite Duncan's best efforts and like hitting the hitting the um uh the the thing to try try to try to get her to jump, Lindsay is graceful as fuck, picks up all the flags, no fucking problem. Um and du- and Duncan can't do anything to stop stop her. And then he all of a sudden just lets go, hits a rock, and flies into a tree, and Lindsay crosses the finish line and she wins. She just wanted uh, to show her swimsuit. Like line. that's it. <laughs> Lindsay, that Lindsay's is the only one that crosses the finish line. She's um, the only one that crosses the finish line, and even Chris goes like, "She won." Before he <laughs> announces that the Gophers won. Well, after Duncan hits the rock, too, he flies into a tree. Yes. <laughs> Lin- um, and then Lindsay, Lindsay going by says, "Sorry about that, Doug." <laughs> <laughs> I also I I I love that this is the moment that Lindsay came out as like the comp beast because she really wants the shower. Oh my yes. Yeah, she that that was that was why she really won this. I don't think she really so. I agree shower. with Gabe that she just wanted to show off her swimsuit. No, yeah. she says she says that I I really needed that shower. Yeah, she actually says that on the way she, to after she says Doug. After she mentions yeah. Doug. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh I did uh, want to I did want to point out though before we go too far cuz I'm looking back through the scene. The second after, you know, Harold hit, well, Harold hits the rock, Chris considers them like a to- it's a total wipeout. Harold goes with his like puppy dog eyes, boobies. The rest of his team actually reacts immediately. Some facepalm, Jeff gives like a thumbs down. Yes, they do they do they do react. Uh did you you, you watch the Netflix version? Um I think I think I did. I did, yeah. Okay, cuz that that he says booyah there. Um, right. Well, well, I'm sorry. I'm 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 yeah. rewatching it on YouTube with like out any volume, and you can read his lips, oh, okay. and they say boobies. Oh, oh yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, but like, although actually, never mind. They might just be reacting to Chris's announcement, so they might not yeah. be wrong. Oh, I was gonna say like I did like then the, the, if they're actually reacting to the moment, then it makes absolutely no sense that no one knows what happens in that scene. Right. Yeah. Uh, we get a quick confessional with Jeff. Uh, where he's like, I don't smell that bad, do I? And then all the flies that are, like, part of the confessional scene just drop dead. Which is a wonderful visual guy. (laughs) Uh, Gwen and Bridget are then at the, uh, at a picnic table. Um, uh, and Lashana walks by and picks up the note. Real quick, real fucking quick, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, it's good. There is a moment, and I'm gonna—I'm now forgetting it because it's been a little bit since I actually saw the episode. Owen is standing somewhere outside the shower. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. and he is covered in like white goop. It's suds. It's Chris. just suds, right? Okay, it's suds. But like, yeah. what the fuck? He's, he's covered with suds, and he's standing next to uh, body cast Trent. He is bent over. Looking down at tr- like oh, like over Trent. Like yeah. what the fuck is that? What, what is that moment? That is so strange. <laughs> like, there's so much going on there. Like what? Is. What, what is, why did Owen just run in with his clothes on? Why is and, he, why is he just and staring then, and at then, Trent? And then he's talking to Trent. And he's like, "What's up with chicks and showers?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, weird. So we find out that Lashana is the one who the notes have been writing for, and Chris comes by and he's like, "Oh, is that another one of your notes from your secret admirers?" Um, and this is another censor censorship um, that I'm actually okay with. Like most of the censorship of the show is is dumb, I think. But the 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 line here that she says is, "Do you know anyone else with a kick butt attitude like mine?" Mm-hmm. When she shows her butt. Uh, the original line was, do you know know anyone else here with a booty as luscious as an apple? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, what? I, under, I understand. <laughs> I understand the censorship. I fucking love that line. And I am... <laughs> Why? I think that's a great line. <laughs> and I wish they they aired it for this and, and just say, fuck the... the uh, Whatever the censorship board is, the family council. Because when, when she says kick butt attitude, she turns around and shakes her ass. Right. <laughs> so you know Which is why the original one makes... Like an apple? Did, did, she, did she actually say that? In the original In the version, original, that yes. is what she says. Yes. Holy oh shit. Oh my god. 
That's wonderful. Oh I love and that. And Lashana's my favorite character. It's that. It's done. Yeah, I, I, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Lashana's the best. Lashana is Shana's the best. Great. Uh, but they still don't know who wrote it at that point. We get to the campfire ceremony, and Bridget and DJ get their marshmallows uh, right away. Uh, and Jeff is also safe, but he's up in a tree because he stinks. That's not a censorship. He actually just stinks because of the socks. Yes. Um, yep. So it's between Harold and Duncan, uh, and like Chris is going through his, his spiel and spiel, and uh, Duncan like comes up and like almost like like grabs Chris's collar and he's like like threatens him, but gets a marshmallow anyway. Um, and now Harold's. Harold leaves, got everything packed up, got his piano, and is like, well, it's been fun, guys. And then he said, he said, I loved, I became a man, I saw boobies. Yeah, they didn't censor that. I guess they, then, I guess they couldn't find a way to censor it. Th- there's no way to, because then, then the responses were, like, between other th- three other people. It's, you loved, you're a man, you saw boobies. <laughs> we find out Harold, Harold wrote the note. For Lashana. Yep. They kiss, and Lashana says, Baby, you some kind of freaky. Harold says, Give daddy some sugar. Uh, that, that, that part just made me, like, dry heave. <laughs> I love it. I, I love those. So, so when I was, uh, like, really interested in Total Drama at the start of it, I would, like, search up all the YouTube stuff I could, and there was a video of, like, Total Drama couples, and you saw, like, the Oh, the Jeff and Bridget and the Tyler and Lindsay stuff. I was like, oh, okay. And it got to Harold and Lashana, and I thought it was a joke. <laughs> nope. I didn't know what crack shipping was when I was 12, but I thought that's what that was supposed to be. It's <laughs> like, nope, that's that's in the show. That's right there. That's that, Yeah, there's a, there's a whole lot of very, like, you know, very borderline uh, inappropriate dialogue between the two. Right. <laughs> Uh, and then we get a, we get a confessional from Chef and Chris. You can you you want to talk? About oh, this, I, so just, I just I just like <laughs> I don't, I didn't know if it, I didn't I didn't think it was a confessional. I thought he was on the boat when he said it, but I, I, I guess it could no, be it was, a confessional. No, it was it was a, it was a oh, okay it was a yeah. So he so essentially so someone I think someone before the confessional was just like um um I I did not see that coming at all, and then it cuts <laughs> to Chef saying, and I quote. But you didn't read the letters. <laughs> like I, I was just like, Ugh! he includes uh, spicy. Chris, He's like Chris, spicy. Finish it. And then he calls him spicy. Finish it. I didn't. Oh, I didn't get that part. It's not written here. It's not. It's no. It's not no, I, I didn't write that there. But he says huh, spicy. No. Uh, so in all, he says you didn't read the letters. <laughs> spicy. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah, it's bad. That's and then that the is next not part, good. The next part. Um. They thought that he had seen Lashana's. And Owen asks, can we see? (sighs) (sighs) They're trying to figure out who it was. Heather comes out of the shower and Lashana starts chasing her. And Gwen and Bridget just end the episode like satisfied that they figured out who it was. I, yeah, I, that was such a that was such a very it, like it was good like it was a wrapped up but I felt like it was like yeah. there was something else that was going to happen after they said night to each other but it did it it just got yeah. the credits I was just like oh all yeah. right it's over it's like, night night <laughs> they could have had, ended it with like Lashana chasing Heather into the night like I felt like that was a right. really weird say, scene at the end yeah what a what a fucking episode <laughs> my god <laughs> okay. Can I can I talk about the episode? Yeah, go yeah. go go go. This was one that I definitely missed as a kid. Okay. Which is wild because every fucking time I felt like between like now and later on, I mean, I eventually did see the clip, but I didn't know Heather lost her top. So, oh. I would always see like YouTube thumbnails that were like, "Whoa, like total drama island crazy and like with like heather covering her boobs and i'd be like where did they get that and i think the, the <laughs> like the fact that like i never or like it'd be like clickbait like total drama island uncensored version <laughs> um oh, but gross. yeah yeah I, like uh, the fact that they wouldn't like that's just disgusting <laughs> 
No, and I was like, where are they getting this? I just didn't, like, I just missed it entirely. Which, I like, from that kind of perspective, it was, like, so weird. But, yeah. sorry, as a, as a whole, I, I, I re- actually really enjoyed this episode. Yeah. Uh, since you kind of uh, explained it, do you want to continue the, your explanation and give, give your rating? Yeah, sure. Um, in terms of rating, um, I mean, I thought that the... Well, actually, I, before I give rating, I actually want to ask you guys a question. Okay. Go for it. All right. The extreme skydiving, the extreme moose riding, and the extreme jet ski, if you had to do one, which one would you do? Extreme skydiving. The jet ski. The jet ski. The jet ski. I'd do skydiving. I d- okay. I feel in like... The spe- Go ahead. In the specific skydiving setup that they had in the show with shitty plane and shitty parachutes... Okay, I no. will change it that it is good playing, good parachute. I think I would still do the 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 jet ski. Same. Okay. I do. I feel like I. I do skydiving well, regardless. Okay. <laughs> I think that the jet ski is like that challenge was not extreme to me. I guess. But there was mud. Y- yeah, and like rocks. something with a motor. Like I don't like I I didn't really like compared <laughs> and to. Compared to jumping out of a plane onto a uh, a, a, a couch bed or, or riding a fucking moose uh, that's gonna like that could practically kill you if you oh yeah for the moose record, is the moose is the least likely thing for the record do. I'd take the moose because really? I can okay. take a moose <laughs> fuck fuck a moose I can take a moose all right <laughs> no you can't but yes I can <laughs> believe in yourself I'll, I'll, I I have faith in Mr Welsh um I could, I, I could fucking take what's it. your what's your what's your rating Matt yeah oh I'm sorry uh I, well, I was just curious about that because that was a question okay. I had ready for you guys um I don't know unless you guys want to finish your explanations first well, for that I, 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 all, all I wanted to say was that I felt like the mud one was like is I, it's a, it's it is somewhat dangerous but it just it doesn't ha- have the risks that the other two have so I would just go with that. Okay. For me, I'd, I've um, always wanted to go skydiving, so like, that that would just fulfill my one of my bucket list items. There you go. Even in this circumstance. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? At least you know that if you miss, you'll survive. Yep. Right. You'll just be. You'll just have to be reboned. Reboned. Yeah. Hmm. Reboned. So as um, speaking of reboned, um, my rating for the episode, um, I'd probably. I think I'm gonna go. Hmm. I actually really enjoyed this episode. I think I'm going to give it an eight. Cool. And I think I think it had like pretty pretty good pacing. I thought that it it, it wasn't like too all over the place. It had a um, fairly decent like A and B plot. Um, characters who we don't like get their comeuppance a bit. Um, character, a character that we've seen kind of struggle back and forth despite, um, you know, despite some morally questionable things like changing the ballots, not only like does find love, but is eliminated. So still gets his own kind of punishment from last episode, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, and, uh, it felt, I think, I think, and also just, like, having more of Lashana just always boosts an episode. Um, so, I think I'm gonna give this one an 8. Cool. Uh, Chris, you can go next. Uh, I'll go 8, uh, as well. I, I, I really liked it. I, I, I think that, like, I, I, I was, I was brought, bringing up, I felt like the, some of the, some of the Gwen and Bridget bits were a bit strange, um, and I felt like the challenge as a whole was not like the most creative that they've done but i felt like overall like i think this show like this this episode i think more than a lot of the other episodes showcased show showcased wow uh <laughs> sh- showcased the the characters in a really great way a lot like a lot more like i feel like you got a little bit of everything from every single character uh, that yeah. had had some sort of impact, and I felt like that's the storytelling element of it was just really good throughout. Uh, un, uh, un, uh, influenced by your ratings, I also gave this episode an eight. <laughs> <laughs> like, re- really solid storytelling. It it really shows the show's uh 
best qualities in terms of getting the uh, getting the the things through that they need to get to, and kind of sets the sets the, the 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 groundwork for doing this more in the future. And I just I, I just think it's great. I have a couple things knocked down just because of a a few uncomfortable bits. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, but I agree. I agree with that. In <laughs> overall, overall, solid episode. Yeah. Gabe, I give it a ten. Damn! Sweet. Nice. That is the third perfect score uh, of this podcast. So it's probably all three are from me. <laughs> no, two of them are from you. Um, you gave the the big sleep a ten, and I didn't give a reason for it. <laughs> You didn't give a reason for it. Um, by comparison, our other ratings were 5, 5, and 4. <laughs> um, I gave a 10 to If You Can't Take the Heat. And then you gave a 10 for this one. Uh, why is this one a 10 for you? It's just so fucking wild. And, like, it a- like <laughs> it actually made me laugh out loud. <laughs> and Excellent. It's just... It, I, I, I'm kind of... I'm kind of hard to make laugh... Like unless it's some stupid shit like the get stick bug meme, but like when it comes to like television <laughs> and comedy, I'm kind of a I'm more stoic. But like this, just it's just it's just funny. It's just funny to me. It's good. Yeah, I I I I would give it a, a ten. There's so like I, I there's just like the little nitpicks that really bring it down for me, but it is it is what it's like one of the best episodes in the series, and I like and that's. Like I, that's from not even remembering some aspects of this episode. Totally. All right. Any final thoughts before uh, Matt gives us the gives us what he foreshadowed? Brings us down to one ratings. <laughs> uh, cool. Yeah. No. I'm, give us good. give us the Rama. Okay. This is episode fifty six uh, in total, um, but also known as episode five of season two. Written by uh, Lori Elliott. Thank you, Lori. Uh, the title of the episode is An Egg Extremely Bad Idea. Izzy and Owen attempt to give Gwen's egg chair so as to brighten her day, but she is utterly enraged by their efforts, so they must fix their mistake. I'm going to need you to reread that because I think there was either a word missing or the grammar wasn't right. Yeah, I, I got confused too. Yeah, me too. Yeah, you need I, to read I, that again. I think the grammar is not right. Um, read it again slowly. Yeah. Izzy and Owen attempt to give Gwen's egg chair so as to brighten her day, but she is utterly <laughs> enraged by their efforts, so they must fix their mistake. <laughs> Can we hold on? hold on? I don't know what is happening here. Are they giving Gwen an egg chair, and she is upset about that? Are they doing? Uh, Are they giving a t- be... an egg that Gwen owns its own chair, like a tiny chair, to put the egg on the chair? Did they miss a makeover? Is you know an intent to give Gwen's egg chair a makeover, but she is utterly enraged. I don't know what this is supposed to mean, and it okay. enrages me. <laughs> I, I found, I found, I found a, I found a different, I found a different synopsis. Hoping to, quote, brighten her day, end quote, Izzy and Owen pimp out Gwen's egg chair. When it okay. ends up in a museum run by angry chickens, they must retrieve Whoa! it before Gwen destroys the daycare in a temper tantrum of unspeakable darkness. They- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, wait, so so much. They left out so much in the Wikipedia. Like, it's not even the chickens that seem like the chickens was the one that like really set me off but then then the temper tantrum of unspeakable <laughs> darkness <laughs> is fucking wild that is such a metal fucking thing to say for a toddler maybe i gotta maybe i gotta find my my synopsis from other places. i'm actually that crying. has to be the best one i'm actually that has to be oh the god. best one thus far oh my god that is insane <laughs> Like, I don't think I've ever. I don't think I. Come on, darkness. 
I don't think I've ever wanted to watch a single episode until now. Like, now I need to fucking see this shit. Like, what the fuck they're oh doing God. with this show? If this is a season two one? Season two, episode, um, I think it was five. Season two, episode five, it's episode 56 in total. An egg, extremely bad idea. Maybe this one stands out because uh, it was written by uh, Lori Elliott, who I do believe is like one of the like one of the original creators. I think you're correct. So (laughs) I um no, she's not. Uh, She. Um, I think she's the wife of one, like somebody who's in charge. Something she she did she did voice uh, a character from um, uh, from Revenge of the Island. Uh, well, she was also the writer for Cluckwork Orange, so maybe there's a oh, there you go. maybe going on. something with chickens. Just <laughs> oh my god, are we are we are we now like surfacing the fact that this writer is just obsessed with chickens and is inserting them whenever they can or are they trying to build on lore uh, established in by like established with the chickens in clockwork orange and had to continue said lore in this episode my goodness gracious there's a lot to unpack in total drama it's insane season season two just seems like it's gonna be fucking it just seems like it's gonna be just batshit crazy like oh people actually like this shit let's just up the scale you need to save some of these so that they're, like, spursed out so we don't get all the good ones right in a row and waste them. I didn't even think that one was going to be that good. Yeah, yeah, no. I, <laughs> I just I, thought it was, like, an egg chair. The thing, yeah, the thing is, I, I feel like I, I like the fact that Matt doesn't read them ahead of time. I'm okay if there's some dull ones near the end. Like, no, it, it, I do I do read it I do read it ahead of time. Oh, okay. But, like, I, yeah. just, I just, all I had to work on was the Wikipedia version. I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> this ah, uh, this is my favorite segment of any podcast. <laughs> oh my god! Oh god! This has been the Dock of Shame podcast. Egg. 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 See you all, egg. The Dock of Shame podcast is brought to you by Team Chaos Productions. Find us on Twitter at Dock of Shame. And find more of our work at Teen Chaos Pods.